Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. This is Jack Panda, and I bring you episode 148 of Jack Panda Speaks. For those of you that are new, this is an unedited raw flow of thoughts and feelings, and it's at your own risk that you embrace the unknown with me here today. What a lovely breeze this evening here on Gozo. What a day, intense day, more family arriving tomorrow, Karina's family this time, and <laughs> I don't know, there's always this desire to have the, the house in order, and not just because you want to look good and come across and give a nice impression, but also because it's nice to prepare a space and nurture a space for people to arrive. It's also a good excuse to clean actually as well. <laughs> Because when you're living on your own and you have no one coming around, especially now with the whole corona thing, you don't, I don't know, tend to get lazy, you know, and you clean less and yeah, so we had a big, big clean out today. The room is ready. We've found the new place for the, the old fridge because we've finally, thanks to Corinna's parents, upgraded um, our sacred kitchen, sacred food kitchen with a nice fridge, like a really nice fridge. Lots of space, it's Samson, you know, so like top of the range, like I still can't believe we've got that fridge. It's gonna take sacred food to the whole, to a whole new level. Although we are gonna use the old fridge actually for the, for sacred food for now. And keep it kind of separate and keep the, the good one for us and for our guests start doing the B&B. I mean, we might, we might rent one of the rooms actually from the beginning of September to support the rent. So yeah, financially, the pressure kind of lifted a couple of days ago because I got a bonus. Because I've been helping out my dad. Um, shit, I just received a message. Okay, I might have to stop this and come back to recording. And we're back. So a friend of mine just came to collect some tools, uh, like a chainsaw, not a chainsaw, like a, one of the, the disc one. I don't know the names for these tools, but the one that has quite, uh, yeah, quite a big disc that you cut wood with. Because we're, we had some fun today on the terrace. We're deconstructing pallets to construct a sofa together with um, so we rescued this single bed frame that we now we've now cut the pallets and we make it. We made a base, and we're gonna sand it, varnish it, and then get a friend to make us some cushions, hopefully. And we're gonna have a sofa. So recycling, upcycling, reusing, repurposing waste, really things that we're gonna go to waste. And it's just crazy, really. It's like, I can totally understand why people wouldn't do this kind of thing because it takes a long time. And most people are busy working or, you know, surviving or just doing other things, you know? Mm. Many people that would really make sofas are people that are gonna sell them. Like, it's like a fridge. You wouldn't build yourself a fridge. I mean, it, it's not something that I could build anyway. A sofa is a little bit easier, but you know what I mean? It's like most of these commodities, people don't 
spend their time building them. Um, but it's just, it's such, an, it's such a process and experience of patience and collecting the, the things from maybe sometimes from the side of the road, from other people that are throwing them out, you know, and you just, when you do stuff like this, you don't see waste. You never see rubbish or waste. You, know, you see materials, you see resources. Something that someone's just throwing out because, you know, they don't want any. Like today we collected, or yesterday, we collected some shoe racks and some bed sheets and something else and a duvet and some rugs. And it's like, man, this was all going to go either to charity or maybe even in the bin, you know? So like, give it to us. <laughs> give it to us. We'll do something with it, you know? Um, yeah. So no, that's another thing, you know, the, the Facebook marketplace. When you, you buy something, it could be on Facebook marketplace. I say that because that's like where it happens nowadays. But if you go back 10, 20 years, car boot sales, you know, when you buy something from someone else. I experienced that a little bit when I was a kid, but let's, let's focus on what happens today with the, the Facebook marketplace. You, you see this item that's secondhand that's someone selling on Facebook and you you chat with that person you make a connection and then you go and meet them in their home potentially and you chat with them and and you and maybe they tell you a story about that item and I don't know there's something really satisfying and really nice about Purchasing something secondhand with someone out from someone else knowing that it's got a story You know, it's it's like it's it's got a soul nearly, you know Like we've got this little unit in the bathroom that was made by a little kid and painted together with his dad You know, we've got all these little things in the house that just they create a story they create These things have energy, you know, they have they they vibrate they have they're alive They're not just something you go to a massive store and buy and it's just like created by a machine i don't know that's where we're going i know but again that part of the the two parts of myself that are always split that part of me that wants to go back to the roots back to nature recycle eat real food homemade food everything artisanal everything in there everything in there you know and really like hippie alternative. And then there's the other part of me that knows exactly where we're going, you know, into automated kitchens, um, robots, AI, uh, standardization, um, global systems, you know, virtual, non-physical realities. <laughs> so for me, when I'm doing these podcasts, like, or when I'm trying to explain or express myself, sometimes I find it really hard because I have this really big split that are so opposing and so complementary at the same time, like the yin and the yang, but they just create such a confusion sometimes in my mind that it's hard to, that I'll be talking about one, but I, the other one's just sitting there looking at me and it's like, man, you're saying this, but actually it's this. And when I'm talking about this, it's but what about the other side? And I don't even know what, if I'm, what I'm saying right now is making sense to you. But then there's this conflict, this confusion, this chaos between the two sides, you know, the past and the future. 
There's like this tug of war happening in the present moment between the past and the future. We're going through this massive shift and transition that I really want to do my best to feel grounded and be, gra be grounded in it so I can support those around me in the transition because it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy, man. And people think of getting chipped and they're like, ah, I'm going to be chipped and controlled by AI, you know? And to a, to a certain extent, it's true, but to another extent, it's not, you know? Because there's, it's an integration, not separation. You know, you could, you could think, oh, God controls me, and, or, you know, we come from nature, and we abide by the laws of nature, and that means we have no free will, and blah, 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 blah. Um, you could say the same about technology. You know, when you have a question, who do you ask? You ask Google. <laughs> What's Google? AI. You know, it's, it's funny, hey? The people think and say certain things, but then their actions speak differently. You know, people talk about privacy and going the extra mile, and then the first thing that wins is convenience. You know? And sharing everything on social media, because deep down people don't give a shit about privacy. It's more important to be seen and to be heard and to belong, and to be seen, and to be heard, and to be seen, to be liked, you know? That's more important than, than um, privacy. Just like convenience and speed, you know? Instant gratification. We, we, we might know that instant gratification is not going to give us anything long term, but still, you know? Still we want it. There's so many, so many ideas, so many things that we want to do, that we can do, but there's no patience for it. The first time in my life I'm committed to a business, to a relationship, to a, to a house, after six years of just like changing, 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 changing. This is my lifestyle. I built a brand around change. The Nomadic Chef. And maybe that's the way forward. Maybe I'm making a mistake now. You know, maybe commitment is not the way. Like, entrepreneurs that are in their 30s, 40s, 50s, they talk about commitment and patience and perseverance because that's what they lived. That's the world they grew up in. And that's what worked back then. But what if change is what works right now? And being able to adapt, because change is so rapid that if you don't change with it and adapt, you die. If you commit and persevere and focus on one thing, you're probably not going to survive in the new world. You have to expand and amplify that focus and, yeah, catch up with AI. That's why we're going to integrate. It's going to be an integration. It's going to be an upgrade, unless you want to go and live off the land. But I think most people are too excited to be part of this future that they're also scared of, that they're not going to go and live off the land. They don't want to grow their own vegetables. That's not convenient, is it? Huh? They don't want to have to build their house and maintain their house and blah, 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 and create their own electricity and find their own water. People, people want to create their own virtual worlds. Fuck growing vegetables. You know, this is, this is the part of me that knows where we're going. Fuck growing vegetables. There's another part of me that lives here on Gozu that goes to a field and harvest 
organic veggie boxes for people on the island. It's like, what the fuck? I know that that's going to be extraordinary. It, it, it is already rare. You can't really find organic vegetables on here, on Gozo. In Malta, you can a little bit more. You know, it's extraordinary. Whether, whether we're going to have more organic in the future or not, I don't know. But it's definitely not going to be grown in the field. <laughs> that's for sure. Anyway, that's my rant for today. Ah, oh, feels good. Feels good. Anyway, sending you love if you're listening. To my future self if I ever listen back. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, yeah, whoever's listening, maybe you got some value out of this. I'm like, man, I'm telling myself, judging myself. Who the fuck's going to listen to this, you know? Who in the living fuck is going to listen to this? If I become a Jeff Bezos in the future, then you'll be listening. But until then, I'm a nobody. And that's okay. Anyway, night night. Ciao for now. Speak to you tomorrow. Ciao for now.